Hello, everyone. Welcome to Quizotron. I'm your host, Rebecca Watson. Please join me in welcoming tonight's special guests, Alex Smith, Drew Curtis, Serafina Nance, and Keith Old Jensen. Doesn't follow directions well. <laughs> we went over this five times in the green room. It's <laughs> well, in between this and, and talking about his many degrees, a master's degree, <laughs> but they weren't in seating arrangements. Well, I mean, Keith, to be fair, we talked about his many degrees because you were so focused on vetting tonight's contestants to make sure that Are they up- scientists enough? Yeah. Right. Well, we have one. We'll throw this to the audience. We have one scientist. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't actually have her PhD yet? Look, we're gonna. They're horrified. And my, they are horrified. And my point. Keith, oh, what's a master's? Keith, uh, what what's the highest degree you've obtained? I have a proficiency <laughs> of high school education, and from Chafee College. In fourth grade, I was uh, awarded a puppet master certificate. They don't just give those away. I think they do. She thought she was going to get me, and she didn't. I think they literally do give them away. I earned that. Uh, Well, you've already learned so much about our contestants, so much more than usual. Uh, However, as always at Quizotron, we like to do our introductions in the form of uh, a round of questions. Uh, So the first round is, of course, getting to know the contestants. Um, Each contestant, as you see in front of them, they have a buzzer. Uh, By hitting that button, they can buzz in. They will get points if they are uh, correct in their answer, or if they make me laugh. Uh, they will lose points if they're incorrect or if they displease me in any way. <laughs> and that's probably why Keith has lost every single game <laughs> up until this moment. Tonight's my night. <laughs> yeah. Got supporters in the stands. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, let's hop into it. Round one, hands on your buzzers. Question number one, which contestant was once fired from a job after six minutes? Keith Lowell Jensen. Exactly. Keith Lowell Jensen. <laughs> exactly that would correct. Be me. Well, well done, Keith Lowell Jensen. Wow. That you are in first place, Keith, and that's the best you have ever done. I'm telling you, this is my night. I'm feeling good. So, Keith, uh, you got fired from a job like six minutes after you were hired. Yeah, Gelato on K. That was actually their name. They were a gelato shop on K Street who were bad at coming up with names. I'm glad K was a street and not a person. That's true, yeah. So, they're not there anymore, and I still am. Oh, burn. (laughs) Take that, Gelato on K. What did you do that got you fired? Well, uh... She hired me and and then, you know, taught me how to sell people gelato, which it turns out is not very complicated, and then said, okay, I'm going to go in the back and call your references. <laughs> I, oh, I was like, why? <laughs> so, and I had, I had gotten really brazen because I assumed that no one ever called references. And I even joked that I wouldn't want to work for the kind of uptight prick who did. And so... 
I started giving actual real references of places I worked instead of lying like I did on my early applications. So she was talking to actual former employers of mine who were like, you hired him. <laughs> so she came out and said, this isn't going to work out. Wow. Yeah. What, what, who do you think did you in? Greta. Greta of Greta's Cafe. They're not there anymore either. Fuck you, Greta. Your place is at Chipotle now. (laughs) And I eat there. I don't even like Chipotle, but I eat there. Just Just to stick it to Greta. Revenge. Yeah. Every messy shit you have after eating there, you're like, this is for you, Greta. This is for you. Yeah. Should I send him to her? No, that's illegal. <laughs> All right. That would be a step too Thank far. Thank you for your legal counsel. Anytime. Uh, Keith, when you're not getting fired from jobs every six minutes, uh, what do you, tell the people what you do. I record way too many comedy albums. I just recorded my seventh. Uh, the other six are all currently available. The last one of which was called Bad Comedy for Bad People. And I highly recommend it. <laughs> and I write... Books, which people put Roseanne Barr quotes on, and then Becca... See, I took that from you. You didn't get to mention... It's my favorite thing to talk about Roseanne when you're Barr, talking about your... My book was printed, like, literally the day that Roseanne blew up. And I called the publisher and was like, hey, you saw that? It's already printed. Fuck, okay. <laughs> um, but I, I wrote a book called Punching Nazis and Other Good Ideas. Which makes it even funnier that that's the one that Roseanne Barr blurbed. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it has been, I mean, honestly, I should be considered a sponsor of the show because thanks to the Roseanne Barr quote, that book has been mentioned on every single episode of Quizitron. Yeah. Because it makes Rebecca so happy. It makes me so happy. It's so funny. Keith Old Jensen, everyone. All right. Question number two. Here we go. Which contestant is a secret tennis phenom? Serafina Nance. Serafina Nance. Absolutely correct. That is me. I believe I heard a yes, bitch, from the audience. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I learned this while googling you. Um, no. Pardon. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you you're you were like you weren't pro, but you were like I was not pro. You were like semi pro. I was I was good for a time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've played since I was three. That's and not physically possible. <laughs> Do they make tennis, tennis rackets? It was literally the size of my body. Oh my God. <laughs> That's kind of adorable. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I played through high school. I was trying to go pro. And then I, like, what is the, what is the etiquette on cursing on this show? Is that funny? Oh, have at it. Okay, great. Fuck, better yeah. fuck it up, yeah. I just, I just had to write it. Okay, right. So I massively fucked up my shoulder um, and my back and my knee. And there was a time when I was on my All tennis. at once or? Kind of. Great question. Yeah. It's yeah. just like. Like they sort of like added on each other. Yeah. So. It's just like one serve too many and it just. In my broke. whole body yeah. was like, I'm so sorry. Like, you're done. You're done. <laughs> so. You know what I'd prefer you do is science. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So um, I was, I remember distinctly walking around my uh, college like cafeteria and I had an ice pack on my shoulder and an ice pack on my opposite knee and I was like this is not okay like I'm done and then I thought astronomy is for me yeah so I decided to coach instead and um, gave up my long-lived dream of being a pro have you coached any pros yet I don't think so 
<laughs> I think uh, they would let they you know. They are up and coming. Let's all the, all the kids she coaches that have heard that are like, she doesn't think so. <laughs> you just crushed souls. I thought Serafina believed in me. <laughs> They're good, though. They're okay. Good. And uh, so instead of being a tennis pro, uh, now tell the people what you do. Yeah, so I study astronomy. Um, I'm a grad student at Berkeley just got my master's. Congratulations. <laughs> Eat it, Keith. I hope some injury doesn't keep you from getting your PhD. <laughs> oh, I sprained my brain. I got... It's one observation. I'm going to be many. a comedian now. It's like a neck injury, right? That's yeah, catastrophic. Exactly right. Looking at the sky too long. Um, there are days when I have headaches. I'm like, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I study supernova, um, and I'm hoping to get my PhD in the next few years, and yeah. then, yeah, <laughs> it's my best friend. <laughs> I can tell. Seraphita Nance, everyone. Yeah. Man, show it up with that crew. I like it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Question number three. Which contestant is most likely to be able to charge your phone during the apocalypse? Alex Smith. Uh, Alex Smith? Absolutely correct. That's right, yeah. So we had a little bit of a um, <laughs> a conversation in the green room where he's like, you know there are like 15 Alex Smiths and I'm, I'm not, not any of those. I'm not a football player. I didn't have a catastrophic broken leg <laughs> right. this season. Like, and I'm like, you know, I do my research on all my contestants, but there's a chance I found the wrong Alex Smith. So... <laughs> Just buzz in if you think it might be an Alex Smith. And I was like, is this an awkward coincidence? Because, like, that could be me. <laughs> and is it you? That's me, yeah. Oh, that's good, me. good. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, explain my, my question to the audience. So I co-founded a company called Ampi. And Ampi is a device that you can carry around with you um, when you're walking around or exercising. And it harvests energy from your motion and turns it into power for your phone. I like the use of the word harvest makes it sound like a like, a, like an evil yeah like an evil bean. Uh, wait a minute. We recently had a merger with Soylent. No, okay. not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all of the human power. Right. <laughs> Ampious people. <laughs> so, in addition to that, what, what's your what's your background? How do you, how did you get to that point? And what other things are you doing? I'm sort of all, all over the place. So yeah. I have I started a PhD actually in astrophysics as well. Oh, and then uh, he, he said started. And then anybody can start. And then left. I've started hundreds. Yeah, even Keith. I started Actually, grad school. Yeah, technically Keith could not start because he yeah. doesn't have a high school diploma. I, but anybody else could well, I, I, start. I have the legal equivalent. <laughs> um, I, I made the poor life choice of starting grad school twice. Um, wow. So I, I, so I started. Sorry. I know, right? <laughs> I started a PhD in astronomy and decided um, that I picked my favorite star and became a material scientist and studied solar energy. Oh. All right. Yeah. What, so, what was your favorite star? The sun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just, I was just making sure <laughs> that you went into the right field. <laughs> uh, Polaris. We were trying to yeah. harvest. It, it, was, yeah. it didn't work very yeah, well. Yeah, like but we we're tried, still we tried on to it. launch a mission. <laughs> okay. Good. Ampy charges your stuff really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only on a very clear uh. night. <laughs> 
And uh, now, I'm, so I'm sort of all over the place. Now I work for Cruise Automation, so we're a self-driving car company. Um, and I design uh, tests for the car. So I like, I'm like, ha, can you handle this intersection where you have to turn left in the rain? Ha, can you do it? And could it? Uh, sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting better. By, no, we're getting better by the day. Somebody's, it's good that sometimes is all that matters. Yeah, in the somebody's going to lose his job by the time this podcast goes up oh, tomorrow. No. <laughs> uh, Alex Smith, everyone, thank you for being here. <laughs> All right, final question this round. Which contestant convinced nearly 36,000 people to vote for him for governor? Keith L. Jensen. Drew Curtis. Absolutely correct. Well done, Keith. (laughs) (laughs) That was a trick I learned on the last episode. Yeah, when you... Bastard did it to me. (laughs) Yeah. I've yeah. forgotten all about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a way that's abstract thinking. That actually Drew and I, if you listen to next week's Quizlet, uh, Drew and I talk about animals and abstract thinking and figuring out if one option is gone, it must be the next option. And Keith has reached that level. <laughs> so well done, Keith. <laughs> if anyone listening is in charge of handing out honorary degrees, it might be time to give me a call. Uh-huh. Uh Drew, hi. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm not drunk enough yet, but uh, all give right. Me time. <laughs> Speaking of Alex, do you need another drink? Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'll take a, another another sparkling it's, water. It's please. all oh, vodka. Oh, all right. It's all vodka. Could uh, yeah, there you are. Okay, <laughs> sparkling water and a. a I don't want to complain, brother. but I you know never got mine. <laughs> oh, and one for Keith. Thank you, baby. Uh, <laughs> I, She's really friendly. I mean, thank you, intern, who I'm not having sex with. At the moment. Literally right now. I definitely didn't just sext him. Oh, my God. That was pretty graphic, what you got on the screen there. Drew Curtis, uh, you you ran for governor of Kentucky. Yeah, because everybody does that, right? It's on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you got a decent portion of the vote? Yeah, not too bad. I was running independent. So. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out nobody likes independence. No. no. <laughs> I mean, but nobody likes the other guys either. No, no, so. they're, they're the worst. Yeah. As it turns out. <laughs> yeah. For real. I uh, hate those other guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was just a fun lark. What do you do uh, on the regular? So I run a website called FARC that's been around for about 20 years. Um, and it's it's no big deal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, 20 yeah. years this month, as it turns out. So, Woo. Yeah. Yeah, your, your stands are not, they don't have the energy that Serafina's. You need to start paying them better. Uh, right. I got to get them drinkers, the problem. Okay. Uh, Around for everyone. Oh, wait a minute. What am, I, what am I committed to here? It's uh, all in the marketing. A website that survived two decades in Kentucky. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, indeed. Turns out the internet exists everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Just barely. I yeah. mean. No, no. He said they're faster than ours when they're not having when they're not selling horses. Yeah, correct. I, yeah. I keep telling. There's people. more to that story, but I yeah, like that version of it. Story is pretty you guys nuts. invented the internet for cellular phones, and it really sucks here. You guys, you've never experienced it actually working properly. It's kind of nice. Wait till you get it. You're gonna love it. Tell them that, that story yeah, real definitely. quick about, like, when does the internet go to shit yeah, in Kentucky? Yeah, so it works most of the time, except for three times a year. Uh, between the town I live in and where my house is, uh, is uh, the local horse track. And uh, what happens is they do horse sales three times a year. 
Saudi Arabians come in, Japanese, whatever. You can tell it's going on because they have these giant planes parked out on the runway next to each other, like tip to tip. And what happens is, is that when they do these auctions, they make a phone call back to Saudi Arabia, where the hell these guys are from, and they leave the damn phone on all day. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but there's only one phone line for every 10 people. And so I when they do this, and I drive by there, I'll be like, you know, talking on the phone or whatever, or, you know, like, you know, texting while I'm driving, because it's still legal in Kentucky, <laughs> along with smoking in high school and marrying five-year-olds. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's paradise. It's truly the land of the free. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. Don't tread on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Uh, I have five guns on me right now. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not. And, and you're still trying to make make Kentucky great again, right? Uh, or for the first time? Or for the first yeah, time? Yeah. Uh, it's not really an again. What's your there. What's your next political venture? I, I got because uh, I have so much spare time. Uh, I got commissioned to run for state auditor. Yeah, um, which is great because I can just phone it in. It's perfect. Yeah, nobody knows what you do. No, everybody's like, "What the hell's the auditor do?" I'm like, "Just vote for me, all right? Doesn't yeah, matter. I'll fix it. It's you, fine. you got my you got my vote. Yeah. I can't vote. If, actually, um, if you can you can check this out. If you go to uh, my Twitter account at Drew Curtis, you'll see that uh, what I've done because I am really lazy. Other, it's also known as efficient. I took the logo <laughs> for my governor run and Drew Curtis for governor and crossed out the word governor, wrote in state auditor. <laughs> That's actually the logo for the campaign. I that would get my vote. Yeah, see? I should have brought my yeah, exactly. I should have brought my Drew Curtis for governor T-shirt so you yeah. could do that personally. Well, we're going to be selling those with sharpies when people buy them. I'm going to yeah. <laughs> state auditor. Excellent. Done. Drew Curtis, everyone. All right, so now that you've all been introduced and I've spilled beer on my extremely expensive new laptop. That was earlier than Oops. usual. Uh-oh. <laughs> would, it be a, would it be a good time to check in on the scores, maybe? <laughs> I just, I no, that's a great point. That's a great point. Let's, uh, we don't normally look at the scores this early, but it does. <laughs> Take that, audience. It does, it does look like, like Keith is in the lead with 200 points. Well done, Keith. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Told you. Yeah, you, my night. You sure did, baby. You sure did. All right, let's let's get into it. Uh, round number two. The theme is science. science. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Question number one: Why are scientists about to fire a bullet at an asteroid? Why are scientists about to fire a bullet at an asteroid, Keith Jensen? Grant money. <laughs> <laughs> You did laugh. You may deny it, but I'm you gonna, did. I'm going to give you the points, even though you're wrong, because there was chuckling in the audience. That's more than you usually get. So <laughs> going to give you the points for that, but that's not what I'm looking for. Why are scientists about to fire a bullet into an asteroid? Serafina. There's a, there was something about a fake asteroid that they were firing space bullets in, according to LiveScience.com that I read. I'm sorry, I need to know more. Please describe what a space bullet is. I don't know. The title was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I got really mad at the title, but that's why I remember it. Um, They were simulating firing bullets into a fake asteroid in case an asteroid actually comes in the vicinity of Earth Mm. in order to Move it. Did the NRA sponsor this? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the plot to Armageddon, right? <laughs> Serafina, I'm so sorry. That's no. not what I'm looking for. Drew? Um, I don't know the answer, but in Kentucky it would be because it's New Year's Eve. <laughs> Ooh, you did get a laugh. You did get a laugh. <laughs> 
Uh, Alex, you haven't you haven't buzzed in. Everyone I, I, else I, has. I haven't buzzed in. You want to just take that as a? Yeah, sure. I'll 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 buzz in. Um, they they wanted to do see see whether they could get ballistics experts um, to get a free ride into space. So they're like, well, great. Well, we'll just uh, shoot a bullet into an asteroid and see if it sticks, and then uh, like you know see if it. I don't know. <laughs> I tried. I, I have no fucking clue. You're nowhere near to being right. Oh, but the sheer enthusiasm with which you answered is uh, getting yeah. you points. <laughs> Serafina, take a take a page out of this guy's book. Damn it. <laughs> like, did you see the intensity with which he was staring really at me? Like, I cited like, a source, like, okay? I was about to just tell him he was right. Like, I was afraid he was going to stab me. <laughs> No, you're all wrong and terrible at this. Uh, does the audience know? Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you got, Kate? Yeah, I know you. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to admit I know who you are, because then the podcast audience at home thinks that it's yeah, it's just all my friends, but it's just half my friends. Uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna say that the bullet was actually carrying, uh, measuring instruments so that they could measure something inside the asteroid that they couldn't from the surface. No. I'm so uh, sorry. The audience lost points. I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. Hold on. I hit the wrong button, so I'm giving it to you. But let's, let's, what do you got? To determine the asteroid's uh, composition. Absolutely correct. Well done, audience. <laughs> Baby, that is not at all what you said. <laughs> that is not what you said, sweet pea. Uh, no, the bullet itself isn't, like, it doesn't contain little people that are, like, you know, <laughs> like, they pop out and they sweep things up. <laughs> You're right. It's me who's wrong. Fight, fight. Keep talking. You want these points to go away? Because I can do that. Yeah, audience, control your bitch. I can see why you only have half your friends here. <laughs> It's a different half than last month. I don't know why. Uh, yes, it's to see what it's made of. Uh, so uh, it's a Japanese, I believe, uh, project. They're sending a uh, ship to an asteroid, and it's going to actually fire an actual bullet into the asteroid in order to collect the fragments that fall off afterwards and then bring them back to Earth so that we can get the best ever understanding of what this particular asteroid and maybe other asteroids like it are made of, which could help us in the future for mining, because that's a big thing amongst uh, capitalists. And, <laughs> and also, you know, maybe... Like reflecting it, you know, you mentioned the idea of shooting something, uh, shooting an asteroid to throw it off course. That's going to be a big deal when eventually an asteroid comes firing at our faces. Would you have accepted as an answer, because Japan, they do wacky nope. shit. <laughs> if you had said Japanese game show, I would have okay, given it to right. you. Yeah, that shit's crazy. <laughs> all right, here we go. Question number two. What did psychologists at University of York recently discover that would be of interest to Clark Kent, Drew? Peppermint patties. What? No. Oh, because Somebody I said... Somebody got it. Somebody it's got because it. I said the word York. Yeah. I'm sorry. You only got one audience member to laugh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's too highbrow it's, for all the rest of you guys. Sure. That's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Keith. That... 
You can fail to recognize someone if they have or don't have glasses. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but you're absolutely correct, Keval Jensen. It's my night. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's the idea that simple disguises usually work. So they had a bunch of people looking at pictures of others. Um, and it's still me, Rebecca. I just took my glasses off. <laughs> you know that's not fair because I do have prosopagnosia. So if you showed up with beard, a beard and no glasses, I would have no idea who you are. <laughs> that's good to know. But... <laughs> You realize how many yeah, people now know that? Win. <laughs> yeah, I could put on a hat and everyone's like, oh, he doesn't have a forehead anymore. It's a different person. Right. It's your most prominent feature. That's how I remember people. Uh, and it, it's true, though. Like, uh, for people uh, who, for strangers, if you show stra- people pictures of strangers, they're easily fooled by wigs, glasses, hats, uh, mustaches, you know, uh, things like that. Um, the only way it doesn't work is if they actually know the person. But in other instances, yes, yeah, simple disguises work. And so it's plausible that Clark Kent might fool people that don't know him very well. But not Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane. That's <laughs> no, I mean, not the people he's fucking, obviously. So, so Wait, wait are you saying he was fucking Jimmy Olsen? <laughs> are you saying he wasn't? Oh, this Wonder changes Batman. everything. Yeah. That's totally different. <laughs> I don't know. So if people know Superman, but Superman has the glasses, but they don't know Clark Kent, is that that's okay? Yeah, the same, same thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. All right. Clark, Clark. I didn't, okay. What? Yeah, no worry. Don't right. worry about it. Question number three. If you want to make yourself happier, recent research suggests that you can do so by simply spending 20 minutes where? Alex. In your smile room. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's some interesting information. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing like um, I'm picturing Fifty Shades of Grey, but <laughs> Alex is like <laughs> it's the room where I keep my clowns. Just, <laughs> 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 Nobody else has lost all your takeaway points. points. <laughs> takeaway points. All of them are gone. First person ever bring up clowns on this. Show. I gotta, I gotta give him the points for that because I'm just so disturbed. Uh, <laughs> Not what I'm looking for, though. Uh, yeah, you can make yourself happier by spending 20 minutes where? Can I ask for more uh, specific detail? Uh, nope. Can I, can, I, can I try again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the bathroom? <laughs> like, 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 sometimes I get... You already said in the smile room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Apparently they're I different. I have, like, an overload of people, and I'm like, you know what I would love? I would love 20 minutes to sit and pretend I'm shitting and be on my phone. Pretends. And, and that, well, um, all right, so maybe, maybe this is, it's a double dose of happiness. <laughs> I'm going to give you points again. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I start winning, and all of a sudden, Miss Slytherin is generous, happy-go-lucky with the points. I don't know. I'm in a this generous mood. This is a fix. Mood. You guys see what's happening, right? I'm being fucking robbed. <laughs> Does anyone in the audience know and want to shout it? If you know, my boyfriend no. knows. Oh I wait, think. Keith first. Uh, the article I saw, I thought said for women specifically, but with friends. No. Ah. <laughs> Different article. Is that not with women specifically? Yeah, it's, <laughs> both the parts were wrong. Uh, okay. Audience. Outside. Can you be more specific? Yes, I'm going to give it to you. Well done, audience. <laughs> Uh, 
And I'll actually make it even more specific. Urban parks. So nature, urban parks. What, with all the needles and the human excrement? <laughs> oh, I, mean, I know sorry. that's just here. I forgot we were in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. They, they did not do the study here? No, they, <laughs> no, they did not. They absolutely did not do no the way. study here. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, just having access to green spaces, uh, whether or not you're exercising, you know, usually like if you're exercising, that's going to improve your mood in general. Um, but just walking into a, a green area is enough for 20 minutes is enough to improve Was your mood. Was this muscle. study done in Japan? No, it's... <laughs> Um, you, oh, I don't know where you going. can tell by the lack of tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it might have been in England, actually. Oh, right. I do um, have a plant in my bathroom, so I think that's why. <laughs> you already got your points, Alex. I'm not looking for right. I'm just making an observation. We've that's all we already pictured you being happy in your bathroom. <laughs> Next to All the right. clowns. With the clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. I'm not coming over to your place ever, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Blame you. It was it was actually done in Alabama, which is the England of How would they know America. about an urban park was <laughs> in Alabama? <laughs> Alabama. They don't got, have urban. They have urban. No, they don't. I've <laughs> whatever. I've, they have Rocket City. That's a is that Alabama? Yeah, Huntsville, yeah. Yeah, see? They even have scientists. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them are Nazis, but... <laughs> I mean, the old ones, not the new ones. Uh, question number four. A so strong... are neo-Nazis. Right. <laughs> yeah, of course. By definition. By definition. <laughs> question number four. Astronomers were recently shocked to discover that what object technically flies through the Earth's atmosphere... Come on, Seraphine. I'm throwing in these oh, no. astronomy. Don't two things. of you study this, <laughs> Alex? Uh, I'm gonna say the moon. Like, like the the Earth's atmosphere is so dispersed, it goes out all the way to the moon. Alex, you're absolutely right. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the gaseous layer that wraps around Earth reaches up to 630,000 kilometers away. Uh, or about 50 times the diameter of our planet, according to a new study based on observations by the ESA, NASA, Solar, and Heliospheric Observatory, published uh, in the Journal of Geophysical Research this cool. week. It is super cool. Like, so, and that means that, you know, the astronauts never left. <laughs> like, you might have walked on the moon. <laughs> they just went really high. But yeah, you did not even leave Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. So now I will not buy you a drink, Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> Come back when you've been to Mars. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I thought that was cool. All right, question number five. Um, a new report suggests that if CO2 levels continue to rise at their current rate, in about 100 years, what will disappear from the Earth? Serafina. It's a type of cloud. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I'll give you a, I'll give you an extra point if you can say what type of cloud. It's like stratocumulus. Dude. What's up? Well, <laughs> oh wait. But buzz in real quick. But hit the buzzer. There you go. All right. Yeah, well done. Well done. Make it a comeback, Serafina. Yeah, stratio stratolo I can't even say it. Stratocumulus clouds. Strat Stratocumulus clouds. I edit the podcast, so We've, as, uh, as far as those listeners are concerned, I, nailed it. 
We've uh, reached the point where I don't score anymore. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> Keith, you're donezo. Uh, I can play the name game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, so currently our CO2 levels are about 410 parts per million. Uh, but they will rise to 1,200 parts per million in the next century and if they continue at current rates. And if they do so, uh, those clouds will become unstable. They'll break apart. That will cause additional warming, which will cause more clouds to break apart. And eventually, the Earth is going to warm up by an extra 8 degrees Celsius, 14.4 Fahrenheit, on top of whatever warming we already knew was going to happen. Yeah, boo, global boo. warming. Boo! <laughs> Take that. We're all going to die. At least we'll still have the moon up there in our atmosphere. We will still have the moon in our atmosphere. Indeed. All right. Next question. A study of nearly 28 million California adults found that poor mental health was linked with what lifestyle choice? Alex. Become a grad student. (laughs) (laughs) I stand by my I answer. give him my I point. You know, <laughs> in the past, I have deducted points for pandering, but I'm going to give this one to you. <laughs> Not what I'm looking for. Ooh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. All right. Drew. Not drinking. Absolutely correct, in a way. <laughs> I'm giving it to you because the correct answer is your diet choices. Yeah. Which includes drinking. And also includes uh, high sugar, high fat. But, I mean, for us, it's mostly drinking. Yeah, Cheers, good. everybody. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yes, they found that California adults who consumed more unhealthy food and drink were also more likely to report symptoms of moderate to severe psychological distress than the people who consumed a healthier diet. But... It's not, you know, we've got a correlation causation problem there because as a person with depression, you know, sometimes the depression comes first and then the ice cream follows. <laughs> so they're not also, sure. Why was you... this California specific? Uh, oh, the research was done. We don't give a shit about the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a state motto. The... Yes. <laughs> California. Why do we let the rest of you vote again? <laughs> The research was done here, um, and there's uh, there's an existing survey of the health choices of California adults, and that's what data they used to do that. And I I think that uh, it's not popping up right away, so I'm just going to move on and ignore you. No. uh, I think it might have been done at University of California, but uh, listener, uh, if you would like to know exactly what that study is, I do include all the notes uh, on over on our Patreon at patreon.com slash quizotron, so you can click through to find out exactly why they chose California adults. But I do think the main thing is that they they had all of this data available. It. It was good data. It was a huge amount of the population so they used it. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's let's call that there and let's check out our scores. It looks like God Alex is in it. the lead now with right 600 points. Uh, Keith, though, you're in second place, which is uh, the yeah, second highest good, you've dude. ever you done. And all of my points were legitimate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you want to take a photo and then no. make a time lapse of no. your score going yeah. down? <laughs> <laughs> that could be a fun Instagram post. <laughs> and then we've got Serafina in the audience tied for third. <laughs> 
bringing up the rear. We've got Drew with a hundred. It's, it's kind of my thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. I mean, but also you do run a website based on gathering news sources, so that's true. You'd think I would know some of these. You're gonna. I feel confident that you're gonna. You're gonna be competitive here. All right. Round number three. The uh, the the subject is nerds and losers. <laughs> Uh, what are you trying to say? No, I'm just trying to give you guys, you know, what you know. Uh, so, so we're going to start off with nerds. The first half of the round is about nerds. Is it cool if I just check my Facebook over here? <laughs> wait, yeah. wait for my... Yeah. Question number one. University of Missouri researchers recently learned what surprising fact about nerds. Come on, Sarah. Serafina, get that hand on your buzzer. That's why, that's why you're in third. You need to be at the ready. Serafina, what surprising fact? Can I phone a friend? About nerds. You want to ask the audience? You can ask the audience. I want to ask this one. He doesn't know. He well, no, because I, I saw I saw Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, press my buzzer. Jocks only think about sports all the time, but nerds, all they think about is sex. That's in the movie. What? So what is what is the surprising fact about nerds that hold on, we need these guys to Apparently, answer. Yeah. All right. Audience. What? What is the surprising fact about nerds? I gotta beat the audience. Yeah, that's gonna be negative points for the audience. They're great in bed. Uh, Go with it. Researchers recently no, learned what nerds. surprising fact about nerds, Sarah. Great in bed. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. I have a new strategy for how to win this game. <laughs> As a nerd, I can confirm. I mean, again, I normally don't give points for pandering, <laughs> but you, you got spunk. Well, that backfired. It's not the right answer, though. True. Uh, when they grow up, they own everything. <laughs> It's surprising. We all hear right. that. Not, yeah. not surprising, but you did get a laugh. I'm going to give you points. Not what I'm looking for, though. What surprising fact about nerds did uh, the researchers learn? And this was done, it's research done on kids in school. So, actual nerds. <laughs> Keith. I don't even care if I'm right. They're actually quite funny and charming. I'm going to give it to you. Yes, you're absolutely correct. So heartwarming. Yeah. The audience doesn't even want to applaud for you because they don't believe Got it. Got your points and they don't complimented believe it. you. Uh, the, the, the answer I was looking for, and you're close enough, uh, the answer is that nerds are popular. Uh-huh. Uh, what they found was that kids who do well in school tend to actually be very well liked by their peers. And so they did some research on second, third, and fourth graders. Yeah, I know. Of course in second, third, and fourth yeah, grade. Right. No one gives There's a no shit when you're late. like right. eight. Yeah, whatever. She was saying you're good in bed. It's true. Yes, Serafina, disgusting. How dare you? Are you Catholic? She just meant asleep by eight. How dare you? Kick the blankets off. I don't know. That is disgusting. Uh, Could you take your points back away? (laughs) Too much trouble. Uh, So, yeah, what they found was that the kids who do well um, end up uh, being popular amongst their peers. And it's actually the opposite. The kids who don't do well do worse amongst their peers. Their peers don't like them as much. And it continues on to the next year, and it's like a feedback loop. And eventually they get elected. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, no. You can oh, you can still hope, Drew. Indeed. <laughs> uh, I'll take so don't for the listeners at home, <laughs> every wow. other audience you member is coming by and delivering alcohol to Serafina. Yeah, Serafina Sarah, <laughs> might Thanks, be guys. losing the points game, but she's winning the alcohol <laughs> no, game. Seriously, I'm glad I'm sitting here. This is great. I can reach it. And she was definitely a nerd in third grade. <laughs> right. How's this vodka? I like that nerd. That's one popular nerd. <laughs> All right, question number two. Psychologists have found that contrary to popular opinion, having a lot of relationships does not prevent what? Having a lot of pop ha- having a lot of relationships does not prevent what? Alex. Self-discovery? Because people always say, like, you've got to find yourself before you find the woman, like, the person to love. There's right? a lot of therapy going on. I was on sure you were talking. I was sure you were referring to masturbation. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's true, I guess. <laughs> I do have a half but, room. So. But, oh, right, with clowns. No, no, Can you but say I'm, the question again slower? Yeah, yeah. It is a confusing question. <laughs> Psychologists have found that contrary to popular opinion, having many relationships... Doesn't prevent what, Keith? Having a long-lasting relationship. No. No. Good. Good try. Thanks. Good try. Does the audience know? Yes. Hold on, Drew. Uh, sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Which audience member are we going to give it to? Uh, he got the last one right, but she's delivered alcohol. Uh. You're making this into a way bigger thing than it usually is, Keith. <laughs> is it loneliness? Is it what? Loneliness. It absolutely is yes, loneliness. Mary. <laughs> well done, audience. Wow. Yeah. About 2,000 people completed the dijon Jerfield loneliness scale. Uh, and basically, yeah, what they found was that having a lot of different relationships and not just sexual, but all kinds of relationships, you could still feel lonely. But if you have one or two really good relationships where, you know, you feel loved and valued, that's what helps you feel. Oh, Jesus Christ. This study was done by some scientists with no friends. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're tight. (laughs) You should have got it. Uh, they found that uh, they found about twice as many people experience loneliness as they thought. So 17% of the population are lonely. It's only 17%. You thought it'd be the You're like, shit, I'm still in the minority. <laughs> and, and how did they like come up with their initial number? They were like, well, about eight and a half, probably. <laughs> they probably just asked around the office. <laughs> I feel like that's how most of those hypotheses are come up with. Who here feels lonely? All right, Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's always Steve. Question number three. Uh, he Dutch never brings a dish during potluck. We're Steve. going very slowly, by All the right, way. All right, go, go, go. <laughs> Question number three, you're still on nerds. Uh, Dutch researchers have identified two major environmental risk factors that might lead to nearsightedness in children. For one point each, what are they? Alex. Uh, spending a lot of time staring at your phone. I'm going to give that one to you. And uh, uh, having staring contests with your friends. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. And just to be clear, it's not phone, it's books. Uh, okay. Damn start? it! I had that one. Yeah, but you didn't I actually know. ring in anyway. It's Keith. <laughs> and I gave you one earlier. Yeah, 
And there is still, yeah, there is still one other risk factor. Uh, what what is the other one? The one they just got. No. She, she's telling me reading a book, but that's the one that. No, you, that's you the one got. where that's Good. what we just did. Seraphine, yeah. I really just saved you from losing points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Staring at there the sun. You. There is one more, and I'll 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 give you. Staring at the sun. <laughs> Back before we had the internet, that's what we did for fun. <laughs> you just go out and look at the sun for a while, a and then there would be these song? little dancing marbles. Are you just quoting you? Smash Mouth? I'm giving you points, but it's not what I'm looking for. True. Uh, as a parent of three kids, I'm going to go with rolling your eyes too hard when your parents tell you <laughs> what the hell you really ought to be doing, but they don't ever listen. God damn it. Wow. No, not what I'm looking for, but uh, I'm giving you the points. Right, I... <laughs> um, I'll give you a little hint. It's it's related to a previous question I asked, uh, maybe about happiness. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, masturbation. <laughs> Keith. Going to the park. <laughs> the urban park? <laughs> In Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> going to urban so Alabama. mythical Alabama yeah, urban it, park. If you go to the park, then you find needles. And yeah. You yeah. Yourself, and that makes you go blind. Right, and that makes you nearsighted. <laughs> oh, drinking alcohol. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's staying in, it's not going outside. <laughs> not going outside. That was what I meant. Like not going, going to the park. No. That's what no. I said. No, what you said was... Going to the park. <laughs> like, you're fucking, like you're Nick Nolte playing a bum. Like, no, it's not. It's, it's not going outside. I'm not going to win, am I? No, uh, you're never going to win. I'm never going to allow it. I'm never going to allow it. I'm going to move on to losers. I feel like you guys will do better there. <laughs> Can we take 100 take points, points away from you? <laughs> no, I always win. <laughs> What political ideology is more likely to be associated with finding meaning in your life? Drew. Scientology. (laughs) (laughs) Not political, so no. Really? Yeah. It's pure religion. Not cult. I'm not about to get sued. (laughs) (laughs) What political ideology is more likely... All right, go ahead. Vegans. (laughs) No. <laughs> you got a stamp of the feet, so I am going to give you points, but uh, no. Uh, any other questions? Any other ideas? Uh, like Tea Party? Because cause, like, once you find the Tea Party, you're like, oh man, I really belong. These are my fellow people. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. yeah. The actual answer I was looking for is Nazis, but that's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> the category is losers. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, oh, right, always right, right, remember yeah. the category. Oh, got it. Yeah, right wing uh, authoritarianism is associated with uh, having a satisfied feeling that you know the meaning of life. Wow. Um, and the researchers think that it's true of any um, fervently held belief system because like it, vegans, like vegans, yeah, yeah, it's true, like <laughs> vegans. <laughs> Uh, Anyone in the audience shopping for political ideology? <laughs> hope not. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it might just be that having a strong conviction, because previous research has suggested that very religious people have this similar thing. They answer questions like, I have a good sense of what makes my life meaningful with a yes, as well as, like, you know, I hate black people. So, 
Uh, no, that's not true. But right, right wing authoritarianism, like, um, you know, like the, the Nazi tenets without the obvious Nazi iconography. Uh, the people who scored highly on one also scored highly on um, thinking that their life had value and, and understanding their place in the world. So this research was basically about how there might be um, a... a <laughs> Some advantages to being yeah. a Nazi. Yeah, wait, where's this going? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's basically, it's like um, an adaptive uh, explanation for Nazi beliefs is this idea that... To change the theme of my clown room, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it might be... Hell of a catchphrase, by the way. <laughs> Actually, can someone take a note? That's going to be the title of the show. Exactly, yeah. I'm going to change the theme of my clown, my yeah. clown room, uh, awesome. smile room. Um yeah, uh, ha- holding on to Nazi beliefs might actually have a, uh, an existential purpose. <laughs> you know, it might stop existential dread. Yeah, it's horrible. Everything well, is horrible. Yeah, until they lose the war. Yeah, well. <laughs> let's All fun and games until the war is lost. Let's hope. <laughs> All right. Again, the, uh, the, the, the subject is losers. Question, <laughs> question number six. It's Scientology. I know. <laughs> you tried your best. A French family vacationed in Costa Rica this month and brought what previously eradicated disease to the country? Measles. Absolutely correct. Well done. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, measles. The reintroduction hey, of measles. measles. Oh, I love measles. Mm. Yeah, uh, measles had not been seen in Costa Rica for five years. Uh, but a French family decided not to vaccinate their now five-year-old child, um, and his bo- his all-boys school had an outbreak of measles just prior to their vacation, and they went anyway. Um, but and- I bet he's not autistic. <laughs> <laughs> you can't argue with science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, you're getting booze. I might need to take that. <laughs> I, I mean, I might need to take those points away. <laughs> yeah, they're the satire. They're- they're the fucking worst. Okay. Uh, a new study finds that the vast majority of flat earth believers were convinced about the theory after doing what? Drew. Watching crap on YouTube. Absolutely correct. Well done, Drew. Sadly, I know this because I have a friend who's a flat earther, and that's oh, where wow. he found it. No kidding. Yeah, he's a moron. <laughs> I tell him every day. And yet, a friend. Like? Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> it's where they all live. What do you think? What's his first and last name? <laughs> no reason. No comment. <laughs> Researchers interviewed all the attendees at the annual Flat Earth Conference, which was 30 people. <laughs> it was 30 people. It's a hell of a party. Yeah. That's all a small but, sample size. That is oddly reassuring. But were they extra happy? It was. <laughs> they were in their smile room. <laughs> With the clowns, yeah. the Nazis, and the plant. <laughs> yeah, how did those Venn diagrams cross over? Flatter <laughs> Nazi. It was a small sample size. However, all but one of them said that they did not believe the flat earth theory until they went on YouTube and saw videos. Wow. And the one who so didn't. The one who didn't was there with his daughter and son-in-law who had watched the YouTube videos and shared the ideas with him. 
happened? Secondhand YouTube. Yeah. It's a real threat. I was waiting for the guy who's like, I've seen the edge, guys. Like, I walked to it. I looked over it, and it's It's like, turtles all yeah, the way it's down. It's a turtle right below it. It's weird. I don't understand. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. This is the last question this round. What retired two-time World Series winner recently offered fans the opportunity to come with him to play golf and meet Bigfoot? <laughs> it could be anybody. Wait, wait. He was a what winner? <laughs> That's baseball, right? This is a baseball player. That actually doesn't help. He's a. All right, here's a here's a hint. He's a local baseball player. Oh, uh, uh, Barry Bonds. I'm so sorry, Alex. No, Incorrect. I, I good no guess. Idea, yeah. Incorrect. I yes. think that somebody in the audience is definitely going to know. So. Batty McBatterson. Get, get it in now. Get it in now. Do you guys have any? Can I, can I phone a friend again? No. No. <laughs> audience is just going to get this one. All right, audience, who is it? You don't need to take the mic. Come on. Just tell me. Absolutely correct. It's Jose Canseco. Well done, audience. I have no idea who that is. All right, this is Never how I know that him. none of you are good enough friends with me because Jose Canseco <laughs> is all I ever talk about. <laughs> He's my favorite Twitter follow. His finger once fell off during a poker game. <laughs> what? That'll happen. Can you and then it turned out to be a hoax. His finger did actually fall off, but he kind of set it up. He shot his own finger off and then stitched it back on and then had it drop off during a poker game and took a picture of it and tweeted it just for likes. <laughs> Jose Canseco is the best person you can possibly follow on Twitter. Wow. So. I'm definitely following him now. He's, <laughs> that sounds great. He's amazing. <laughs> so he, uh, he promised to not only introduce people to Bigfoot, but also to share his secrets <laughs> about aliens who he says want to teach humans how to time travel. I um, hate him. Because what? He's disavowed <laughs> from... Tw- I, Just because. <laughs> he's he's so the like, best. The aliens are like, you know what we got to do with the humans? Yeah, you know what the humans need? <laughs> yeah, time, humans travel. Need. time travel. To, to January 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. like, Yes. Wait, wait. I got to go four more years. Oh, no. So did you accidentally put him in the losers category? Or <laughs> how did this happen? It was hard for me to yeah. list him under losers because, again, he's the greatest person. When he was in the World Series, did they win? They, I think they did. Yeah, yeah, they won twice with him. Yeah, you definitely should lose points. <laughs> All right, uh, that's the end of that round. Let's take a look at the scores. Alex still in first place with six hundred points. I got some points. I lost some points. Yeah, audience, you're doing great. You're tied with Keith Vol Jensen in second at four hundred. <laughs> Next round, we're taking over, audience. You and me. And both Drew and Serafina also coming up there. They are tied for third, 300 points. You guys are... You're right there. You're right there. This is as neck and neck as I've ever seen it at this this point. Yeah, this is the closest game we've ever had. It's very exciting. Who's in... Who'd you say was in second again? Uh, Drew. No, I think it was. Oh, oh no, it's the audience. And me, yeah, and me. Are you yeah. playing? Yeah. I thought oh. you were playing. I thought you were. Let's go. Okay. Offer. I'm feeling a win coming Round on. number four. Round number four, the topic is animals. Animals. Ah, got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I have a cat and a dog. I got this. <laughs> Question one. Scientists recently rediscovered an animal that hadn't been seen in nearly 40 years, the world's largest 
Absolutely correct, Drew Curtis. And thank God they found the world's largest bee, because we fucking needed that. Serafina, you were so close. I know. You were so you gotta you gotta hover. You gotta hover that hand. <laughs> I need to see that competitive spirit. All right. All right. It's coming through. Yeah. The the world's largest bee, because you're right, we 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 needed it. Thank uh, God. Thank God for they found that. It, I hope they find the world's largest spider next. <laughs> Let's just keep going. It's in your bedroom. Yeah, I hope so. The world's loudest libertarian. (laughs) It's a hell of a contest. He's right here. He's on the panel. (laughs) He's running for auditor of Kentucky. (laughs) Uh, He was discovered in Indonesia. I'm just going to move on. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's a B. Nobody cares. Fucking B. <laughs> hey, he buzzed in. That was a good one. Oh, that audience gets minus. No, that's negative. What are you talking about? I've, I've had two beers. <laughs> question number two. How are wolves in Germany escaping poachers? How are wolves in Germany escaping poachers, Drew? Uh, by being radioactive. What? That's a that, that would be right if I was talking. I think you're thinking of the Chernobyl yeah. wolves. Yes. Uh, so that's not in Germany. Uh, it's right there, though. It's but next I, door. I do know that all of those... All I'm not those, good at geography, but I yeah, think it's right next to All it. those European countries look the same. Yeah, I get much. it. Yeah, you're right. I get that's it, true. but not what I'm looking for. Yeah. How are German wolves escaping poachers? Take a guess, Serafina. I know you've got it in you. Never mind Keith Beaton. Their neighbors are hiding them in their attics. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's in Amsterdam, dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Netherlands. (laughs) How many negative points was that? (laughs) He has been spending too much time in my fun room. (laughs) So I was just thinking Germany, Germany. What do I know about Germany? <laughs> and then earlier you were talking about the Nazis. You mentioned them like four times. I figured there was a theme. I'll be scrubbing <laughs> myself with a Brillo pad after giving you these coins. Yes. <laughs> My answer sucks now, but <laughs> it's a hard act. Um, to it's follow. probably better quality My though. Was- it's probably I less have a offensive. dog who kind of looks like a wolf, so I was going to say brilliant and perfect, but like, I understand. That doesn't get points, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they're putting on glasses, and then I mean, suddenly yeah. they can't be recognized. Everybody thinks they're dogs with the glasses on. Serafina gets another beer delivered. Serafina, there are three reasons you're about to get these points. <laughs> Number one, pity. <laughs> Number two, the audience just brought you another beer. <laughs> And number three, I have a dog, too. No, yes! <laughs> uh, no, what I'm looking for is... <laughs> they're living on military bases. Oh, God. No, this is cool. So, wolves... <laughs> Not if you live on a military base. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucks, I then. mean, we all hate the military, obviously. We're San Franciscan progressives. Fuck the military. But this is amazing. So uh, poachers uh, are the biggest problem for wolves being reintroduced into Europe. 
Um, but researchers have found that the wolves in Germany have uh, basically gone for protection onto military bases because random dudes with guns cannot go onto military bases. There are laws except against- in Florida. We, we should we should have our we should have our schools on military bases. <laughs> Honestly. Oh. He's right. Too Boy, all this but, is just one question. He's right. <laughs> but true. <laughs> Always too soon. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. They're um, the the wolves have basically taken over military bases everywhere they've gone throughout Germany because they realize even that there's laws everywhere in Germany trying to prevent poaching, but it happens especially on preserves, and wolves are killed in higher numbers on preserves than they are so outside of them. So they're brilliant and perfect. That's why you got those points, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Drink, drink that free beer. Drink that free beer, the audience. Down in one. Mm. All right. Here we go. Question number three. Um, okay. This is for you, Serafina. Okay. <laughs> Hand on your buzzer. In a study of 1,600 dogs okay. and their humans... Researchers found that the majority of people have what in common with their pet? Love. <laughs> Swoop. Oh, no. Alex. Um, they, they both have to turn around three times before they lay down. <laughs> your, your enthusiasm was adorable, so I'm giving you the points for it, but it's not what I'm looking for. What did what did humans tend to have in common with their dogs? You know, you and Alex are doing this right in front of your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Is it disgusting? It's, oh, it's so obvious. <laughs> it's adorable. Did you see how happy he looked when he gave his answer? He just looked so excited. Ugh. Come on. Nerd lust. What, what do people have in common with? The audience is, is champing at the bit. Drew. Uh, the same last name. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Obama? That was just a coincidence. Yeah, was it? <laughs> Keith. They're a good boy. Oh. <laughs> Not cute enough. I thought you were just throwing out points now. <laughs> Serafina, you're the only one who hasn't buzzed in. What do people have in common with their dogs? Come on. I said love, but I, I see that that's probably not. Did you say love? I, I, <laughs> like they both love each other? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's just... I stand by it. <laughs> you're wrong, but I'm giving you the point. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. All right. Is it that they have similar hairstyles? So I would like have like a hairless dog. <laughs> what dog has the biggest forehead? <laughs> pitbull. Yeah, pitbull. pitbull. I would have a pitbull. I'm a hairless pitbull. I'm so sorry, Alex. Nobody's going to make fun of it. <laughs> Audience. No. No. What? What? Mental diagnosis. No, fair. Mental diagnosis. Very fair. I mean, that's pretty close, but... Kibble breath? STDs? I'm so sorry. The correct answer is simply personality. It's their personality. That's what I said. They're a good boy. That's their personality. (laughs) Give me my goddamn points back. (laughs) 
Listeners at home, she just took more points you, from me. Please write want, in. Do you want please, to, please write in. Did you want to try again? No. Are you sure you don't want to buzz in one more time? Rebecca's a bitch. <laughs> Was it worth it? <laughs> so, you, yeah, the, the stereotype is that people resemble their dogs physically, but what this research found was that um, upbeat people who are positive people house. tend to have positive... I didn't hear that, and you're probably lucky. <laughs> I'm not buzzing in. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to listen to this later. You're going to lose points on next month's show. Uh, and starting with negative 100. <laughs> extroverted humans rated their dogs as more excitable and active. Owners higher in negative emotions rated their dogs as more fearful and uh, less responsive to training. So if you have a nervous, shitty dog, maybe take a look at yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Shit. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody just got some bad news. <laughs> I have a cat. Oh, no, Serafina. Oh, no. My dog is perfect and wonderful. Uh-huh. Stand by that. And I'm sure you are, too. <laughs> Let's go to scores. <laughs> Alex. God damn it. <laughs> However, those, those cheers are not for Alex being in first place at 600. I believe they're for Serafina being only 100 points behind with 500. And tied with the audience for 500. Drew, not far behind with 400. Get there. At least I'm not last. And Keith like Olchenski. <laughs> he's <Brent>. number one. <laughs> Showing that he's number one to the bottom with hey. 200. Yeah. All right. It's time for our final round. Uh, I hope you're all ready. Round number five. The theme is science according to Coast to Coast AM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God is correct. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, If you're not aware, Coast to Coast AM is a late night AM radio show that's been running for like 20 years now, uh, where people call in and basically talk about UFOs. I've been on it. Have you? Nice. I don't know how. Of course you you have. Yeah, uh, Alex Jones had me on for a no. That was great. We, we, well, it was good. we talked about boobs the entire time, so it kind of worked. It out. was one of the earliest um, large-scale venues to give uh, Alex Jones a, a seat at the table. Yep. Um, but at the same time, they're loved by a lot of weirdos of all stripes, myself included, for just being like super fucking weird. And what is the evolution of this category? What was it originally? Originally, this was science according to the Daily Mail, but then the Daily Mail actually kind of cleaned up their act too much. I just heard on NPR, there's a website that rates news sources, and they gave the Daily Mail a bad rating, obviously, and the Daily Mail was like, what? And then they got better. And I was yeah. like, all that time they didn't know they were horrible? <laughs> I'll be honest. They knew. Sometime last year. So, yeah, every show, this used to be science according to the Daily Mail. And then sometime last year, I went on to the Daily Mail science thing. 
and I saw something ridiculous and I clicked it. And obviously like their articles are horrible, but they still did link to a real study. And while their headline was fucked up, the study itself was really interesting. And I included it in the regular part of Quizotron. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is the downfall of that final category. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're giving me real science news now. And they still do sometimes. If I'm like struggling for some extra science news, I'll pop over to the Daily Mail. <laughs> science. <laughs> and, you know, I For always. that and chicks in bikinis. Obviously, the yes. page six girls. Come yep. on. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so now I try to mix it up and I find a new fucked up source <laughs> each, each week. So each month. So, yeah, this month it's Coast to Coast AM. So uh, you have to think like all of the answers for this round are going to be from the perspective of a really fucked up source. Okay. Here we go. Question number one. I'm from the right state for this. (laughs) Yeah. You might be good with this. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Uh, Question number one. This is a tricky one though. A cryptozoologist has discovered the hair of what mythical Australian creature in a fence? In a what? (laughs) In a fence. It was caught in like a piece of barbed wire. True. Any non-poisonous animal. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, incorrect. I'm pretty sure this is poisonous. Oh, damn it. Of course it is. (laughs) Yeah. It's in Australia. Australian animal. Dingoes are real, right? (laughs) I mean, do you want to buzz in and find out? No, I don't. Why don't you buzz in and find out? I'm not going (laughs) to. Okay. You're just leaving those points? Jabberwocky. No. (laughs) I would have given you the points if you had said dingo. Uh, does anyone in the audience know? This is obscure. It's not chupacabra. Not, not drop bears or jackalope. Those are all really good answers. No, the correct answer is a yowie. A yowie is the, it's the Australian Bigfoot. In the same way that like. What does that mean? No, it's Australian. Who knows? No, what do you mean? It mean? <laughs> It's a Bigfoot. make words up over there. They don't know what's going on. It's a Bigfoot that, that likes a blooming onion. That's what it said after it got caught in a fence. And Seraphine is getting another oh, beer. Oh, my God. This God. needs to stop. <laughs> yeah, you got, your, you got your, your trivia juice there. Okay. Does anyone want to share? So, uh, don't mind if I do. Thank you very much. I'm sitting in the right spot. All right. Question number two. <laughs> Betty, hands at the ready. Betty White. Yes, thank, thank, thank you, audience. Betty White. No, shut up. You don't know. <laughs> Take points away from us. <laughs> yeah, no, they never get points. Anymore. All right. I like what? Them. Question number two. Betty and Eloy Contreras of Rosenberg, Texas, have been blessed with what apparition appearing on the side of their house? Drew. Jesus. Incorrect. Damn it. It's always Keith. Donald Trump. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Serafina. Aliens. Incorrect. So sorry. Alex? Roger Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Audience shout it out. Virgin Mary is absolutely oh. correct. Well done, audience. That close. That freaking close. You were so close. But yeah. It was the Virgin Mary. I'm I'm quoting from Coast to Coast. While skeptics will no doubt say that the perceived appearance of the Virgin Mary is merely a stain and not a spiritual event, it seems to have brought some (laughs) solace to those visiting the home during these troubled times. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Question number three. 
On a recent episode of Coast to Coast, author Marilyn Hughes offered tips and tricks on how listeners can get the most out of what paranormal experience? Drew. Alien abduction. Incorrect. You're very, you're very close. You're close. That just means they haven't been abducted. So what I won't get from that. Keith. Possession by the devil. No. So sorry. Alex. Get, like getting probed by an alien? <laughs> <laughs> like, I really want to get the most out of this one. Because <laughs> they don't always probe you. No, I mean, they don't. Sometimes when, you just go on a ride. And when, you do, when they do, you're, you don't always have a good experience. Yeah. Listen, I have a proctology yeah. appointment next yeah. week, and as long as you guys are already up there, yeah. could you you're check for polyps? You're wrong, but I am giving you points for getting the most out of an alien probing. <laughs> Serafina, you got any, uh, you got a guess there? What paranormal experience? You're going to win just by not losing. Or audience. That is my plan. Thank you for catching on. Uh, The correct answer I was looking for is out of body experience. An out of body experience. Would exorcism have been? And I brought up into body experience. (laughs) The exact opposite, yeah. Yeah, that's a body in body experience. (laughs) Sometimes. Or a body. It could be. I don't don't turn around. Whoop, I've said too much. Question number four. On another recent episode, naturopathic physician Rita Louise argued that ancient human DNA. That That cannot be a thing. Say their description again. Naturopathic physician. Oh, shit. Wow. Absolutely not. It's natro. Naturopathics are actually like slightly better than homeopathic. I know. It's like being the... Uh, On the scale of things that are made up. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, <laughs> naturopathic is slightly... So they, they only dilute the water like 40 times? Yeah. yeah. So like, it's like, the more syllables, the better. Yeah. That's what we're going for. It's like, like Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so naturopathic physician Rita Louise argued that ancient human DNA is infused with what? Yes. <laughs> Correct. But I'm not giving you points. <laughs> What was ancient human DNA infused with, Alex? Um, alien sperm? Absolutely correct! Oh, nice job. <laughs> alien sperm is exactly what I wanted. Yeah, I, good, good guess. Oh, the I, first I, time I've I, ever I, said that I, sentence. I had, I had, like, alien probing on the mind. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was well-timed. Man, yeah. the clown room's getting redone tonight, I'll tell you. <laughs> so to speak. Work. Don't. That sounds like a terrible euphemism. Yeah, yeah. Don't. It's, it's terrible if it's literal. Don't bring your black light. <laughs> oh. Question number five. The show also reported on a new conspiracy theory regarding Chuck E. Cheese. What is it? Oh. <laughs> Can True. I please phone a friend? It's, it's Fight Club. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese's Fight, Fight Club. Club? Yeah, new Fight Club. I'm so sorry. Ah, uh, damn it. Not what I'm looking for. I beg of you. You got a buzz in? The audience is pretty excited. <laughs> I, can I, I'm phoning a friend. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, right. Absolutely correct. Well done. See, but it's not a conspiracy yeah. theory if it's true. Yeah, that seems perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Like, they've never done that? Give me a break. Like, we all knew this, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why it all tastes like cardboard. It is cardboard. The conspiracy theory is, in fact, that if children don't eat their pizza, it goes back, and then they just recreate a new pizza out of the slices. Because they're mismatched. Yeah. And they are always mismatched. <laughs> it's not a conspiracy theory, but it's real. 
<laughs> All right, we're. Re- <laughs> we should always have a personal friend of Alex Jones on the show. <laughs> it's real, damn it. <laughs> by, by the way, Alex Jones is my name nemesis. It's <laughs> like true. fuck that guy. We're almost out of time, so this is going to be our last question. Uh, question number six: What vampiric creature recently killed a man in a small village in Honduras? Drew. Absolutely correct. Oh. Well done, Drew. <laughs> Witnesses say that the worker's proverbial dogs were barking, and so he made what appears to have been the fatal mistake of taking his boots off during the break. I'm quoting directly, Wait, obviously. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah. Uh, take a break. I think there might be a chupacabra around. Unfortunately. Take my shoes no, off his right now. proverbial dogs. See, they're... they're What's they're, a proverbial dog? Can you explain dog? that? His you feet know, hurt. When you say your dogs... His my dogs feet are barking. They're getting... They're getting too clever. You don't watch Turner classic movies, do you? They're getting very clever. Unfortunately for the man, a creature of some kind quickly emerged from a nearby hole and bit into the heel of his foot. Chillingly, when the farmer's body was discovered later that night, it had been drained of all its blood. Mm. And then it sprayed blood on the wall in the shape of the Virgin Mary. (laughs) Wait a minute. So if he was killed, how do they know that all happened? Yeah, they put the pieces together. <laughs> they found a body, and they're like, obviously, this was a chupacabra. They called the employees of Chuck, e. Carb- of, uh, Chuck E. Cheese to put the pieces back together. <laughs> yeah, they were behind it. Like, Tell a chupacabra story so nobody notices the pizza. <laughs> All right, that is the, that's the end of our round. Let's see who our winner is. It's Alex Smith with 700 Yay! points. In second place, it's the audience. It's Serafina Nan. In fourth place, it's Drew Curtis. And I cannot believe this. But in last place with negative 100 points. I meant to do that. It's Keith Ol Jensen. It was... It was my goal the whole time. You've got to complete your time lapse, man. (laughs) So in a minute, we're going to uh, have our winner, Alex, uh, wear the Quizzertron belt for up to 10 minutes, and uh, as as is his reward. But before we get to that, I want to go down the line, and I want you to tell our audience where they can find you, whatever you want to plug. Uh, Alex. Yeah, uh, I am in this very theater every Wednesday night playing with Misconnections. Um, I also have a, a show called Alexa Improvise, where um, we uh, get random facts and information from Alexa. It's great. All right. Alex Smith, everyone. <laughs> Drew. So tomorrow night, I'm going to be doing a, uh, I have a beer with Stone Brewing Company. And Greg Cook, the founder, is going to be in San Jose. But you all being from San Francisco, there's no way in hell you're going there. None of them are going. Because it's way too far. It's not going to happen. We have a lot of listeners in San Jose. Yeah, We do. The show will go up first thing tomorrow. Yeah, good. Okay, great. So come on out because Greg's going to be there and I'll be there. And literally nobody in this room is coming (laughs) because it's way too far. That's what they keep telling me. Drew Curtis, everyone. (laughs) Serafina. You can find... We know. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter, starstrickensf. I need to change that. Um, it's good. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm reconsidering. You, you've um, made a good point. <laughs> 
We are also, so I'm at Berkeley, and um, the grad students are trying to start an astronomy on tap chapter in SF and in Berkeley. So details will be forthcoming on the Berkeley website and on my Twitter. So check it out. Seraphina Nance. And last but never least, always last, never least, (laughs) Keith Lachenson. I will be doing comedy in places. <laughs> Keith Lowell is my handle on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and all the other places. I'm going to win next month. I'm gonna, you keep telling yourself that. I can that. feel it. I can feel it. It's we my month. We can all month. feel it. Yeah. Keith Lowell Jensen, everyone. Thank you. And I'm Rebecca Watson. You can find more at Quizzertron on uh, Twitter, uh, Quizzertron.com on the internet. And also, like, as I mentioned, we do have a brand new um, uh, Patreon, Patreon.com slash Quizzertron. And there's, like, fun little perks you can do if you come and support us. Um, and check us out on iTunes or, like, whatever podcast thing you and, like and to do. And in fact, you can check out what happens when you record three hours of podcast and get successively drunker. Yeah. The next, so the next two weeks, because I'm about to fly out of town for two weeks, so last night, Drew and I recorded two full hours of bonus episodes for uh, mostly <laughs> Drinking for... Drinking heavily the yeah. entire time, and God, does it show. Yeah. And, and a, a one full hour of that is just for our Patreon. So... <laughs> And it, it gets weird. Indeed. <laughs> um, so thank you so much to my entire panel. And thank you very much to our second place winners, the audience. Well done. You guys rule. <laughs>